Welcome back to Memory Jogger on the Rediscover the 80s podcast. You've got Jason here. Of course, I'm always joined by Wyatt. Howdy, folks. How's everything going? Thanks for joining with us and listening to us. Hey, we're having a blast doing this. And uh, how are you, Jason? Definitely. I'm doing okay. Hanging in there. Uh, excited to do another show. Got a couple pieces of feedback and some random topic that'll come up. Uh, you guys that are listening already have seen the title, know what it is, but we don't know yet. So we are uh, excited to roll the dice, as they say, and get another topic. But uh, first, yeah, we've been uh, telling you guys, please leave us feedback. As uh, my pal Mickey says, feedback is our currency. We love getting the feedback and uh, hearing your thoughts about the show. And uh, we don't uh, do anything on Patreon or anything for this show to get any monetary value. But your feedback is our money. (laughs) Right. right. And speaking of Mickey, he uh, actually left a voicemail for us this week. Excited about that. We'll play that here in a second. But uh, first, over there on Instagram, I posted a couple of things, basically backing up our Dukes of Hazard show, which was really fun, and uh, heard from our buddy, Jero Space. He was a longtime commenter when we were posting on YouTube as well, mm-hmm. and uh, I've always appreciated his feedback. Good to have him reply again. Yes. I posted a picture of the Dixie Challenger car that I found at RetroCon. It was either last year or the year before. And uh, he left a comment saying, this car brings back a very distant memory. Either I had one or my brother did. Great topic today, guys. So, yes, uh, that is a nostalgic kind of car. Uh, after seeing that picture, did you remember having one maybe in the, the midst of all your well, generalese? Well, you know, I had one that was kind of a flub. I always thought it was your Dixie Challenger, but... Now that to recall and see your Dixie Challenger, it was just something. So it was a like a Plymouth Demon early seventies model, uh-huh. or sorry, Plymouth Duster two door. The doors actually opened on that little matchbox or whatever brand. Oh, uh, you know that wasn't right then. Oh yeah, I was already wrong <laughs> there. And then they had the Dixie flag, but I don't remember it actually having any lettering or even anything on like the hood or somewhere saying yeah. Dixie or whatnot. It's a fun car. I, I like the whole, it says Dixie Challenger. It even says 426 Hemi on the hood. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought I'd post that up. And then uh, you sent me uh, several pictures, which I posted on Instagram, and they pushed to Facebook and uh, Twitter as well, of uh, you as a kid or a young man, I should say in most of them here the first one is you with a couple legs in the window of a general lee tell us about that encounter so that was when i was about eh, give or take about 22 years old i was stationed out at scott air force base illinois uh-huh. uh, st louis was very close by and they were having a car show and i i like cars but i'm not big on going to a car show typically because you know i i just don't i love cars but just to walk around I just, I, whatever, you know, just window shopping, you know. <laughs> Got to be uh, specific types of cars, I guess. Dodge exactly. probably, There right? was a specific car <laughs> coming to St. Louis, and it <laughs> happened to be a replica General Lee. And, of course, I paid my $10 entry fee just to go see that one car. And I didn't know what to expect. Never been to a car show. Never been to a General Lee, you know, event, something. Mm-hmm. And asked to get my photo with it. 
And they took, they said there was only one thing. I had to actually climb through the window. I'm like, geez, I've been waiting all my life for this, you know? <laughs> I, granted, I've been climbing through the window of my cars, my old 86 Plymouth Turismo, when I yes. was in school. Uh-huh. Um, if it was fair weather, not muddy out, rainy, I would climb in and out of that Turismo just like I was hopping in and out of the General Lee. Um, <laughs> I remember Carl catching me once and I kind of shrugged it off and hoped that I didn't have to encounter Carl ever again. <laughs> Carl, Carl was our, our general yeah. manager at the radio station. Yeah. Um, I ran in <laughs> to get my paycheck, ran out, climbed back into the car in my window, and then I saw his silhouette in the, you know, our, our glass windows there at the station. Uh, I would love to have been a fly on the wall there. Oh, I'm sure he would have gone, what's wrong with that guy's car or whatever. But anyway. Yeah. And then you had a, a, a picture of your shrine, as I called it, while it was still up, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I took that picture around 07, 08. That's when I had most everything out. And yeah, that was like, well, Joy- Jason's the one that coined that up. I just said my Duke's memorabilia. And he said, that looks more like a shrine to me. <laughs> uh, or, or maybe he just was... I took a, or sent that picture to him. He says, that looks like a Duke Shrine or started nicknaming it that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's stuck. Uh, the one thing I did notice going back to the climbing into the actual charger uh-huh. was I'm in there and I noticed how narrow that window was. It was more narrow than my Turismo. <laughs> and I I could see why even in the reruns or the the, the movies that they made, it looked like, you know, the elder Bo and Luke were having a little difficulty getting in and you <laughs> see why Uncle Jesse was cursing that thing when he's climbing out. Um, but then you, I had to sit there and ponder. I couldn't help it. You know, how did Boss Hogg and Lulu get in this car? You know, I don't think I could get back out. I mean, just yeah. so, inside, it just looks so narrow when you're looking out. I'm like, man, but all that aside, I had a, a grand time there. Yeah. I, in the uh, shrine picture, I see a lot of the, I guess those are the Ertles still on card there. And yeah, those are the you've got Ertles. a couple larger was, ones there too. Right. Those were mostly all the remakes. So when I think it was about the time when the Dukes came back to TNN, mm-hmm. just before the reunion movies, they came out, you know, basically reissued them. Then the mo- reunion movies come out. Of course, more came out and I was just, you know, grabbing two or three at a time and, ended up you know whatever i have there there was still a couple extra in a box i think around that picture time frame that i still didn't like what i mean is it was in like a a tote or something i still didn't put it up on mm-hmm. those shelves mm-hmm. but yeah i had the bigger cars again that was later on it was never currently when i when you know obviously when i had my collection what i did have or what's left of my original collection was if you look on the the I, I would call it the bottom shelf in the picture. Mm-hmm. On the very far right, you probably just see it squeaking up, but there's a one or two orange General Lees. All the decals are rubbed off, of course, that yeah. <laughs> because of me. But uh, that was my original cars there from you know my childhood. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, that picture got kind of cut off there just for the square nature of how Instagram is. I'm maybe I'll push that to. Uh the story which is the longer picture and you can see the whole case there and i see your hat which was signed by who enos that was by enos, enos. That signed that one see your and cups. I think there's a, yep i remember the one that's probably more darker uh that's one of the originals that i've had 
floating mm-hmm. around. I picked up two others at various thrift stores. Gotcha. Never, I don't have the bulls anymore. Looks like uh, maybe that's the board game you've got that's there. The, that's the board game. And a puzzle? Uh, is that a puzzle there? I no, can't I'm... quite tell what's beside the board game, kind of behind the hat there. Um, oh, that's my... That's my. Uh, that's uh, a picture? Of the... No, that's a folder. Uh, oh, okay. One yeah. of the old, you know, Trapper Keeper type folders. Nice. had one too. And I, I still have it. In fact, I've moved it to my safe because... Inside the folder is the autographed photos of mm-hmm. Roscoe, now Enos, and Dorothy Bester sitting on that now. Um, nice. So it sits in my my safe mainly because that that folder is getting pretty well eaten up, and I don't want it to <laughs> yeah get any, any worse. worse. And you got me um, the last five six years. You got me a poster, a Bo and Luke, maybe Daisy poster. Off of eBay, and you mailed it probably for a um, Christmas or birthday present. Oh, and that's okay. in there now, too. Yeah, I don't remember that. I see like a snap tight yep. uh, die cast up there that you put together. And is that a model kit of Daisy's Jeep? Yes, I yeah. stumbled onto that. I have a model kit of the generally up there. Uh, that's the unwrapped version where I opened it up and said, This is a Dodge 500, not or Charger <laughs> 500, not a Dodge regular Charger that I know, and closed it right back up. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And then your uh, picture with Cletus there at the, what was it? Uh, that that was the Cooter's Last Stand last in stand. 2018. Yeah. yeah. Trying to remember the name. I was just thinking, I remembered that I had a, uh, the book. I don't have the record or cassette. I can't remember if it's a record or cassette, but I bought several book and record sets on the Goodwill site. And one of them is the Dukes of Hazard. So I have the book, but I don't have the audio to go with it. So maybe I'll have to snap a picture of that. That's one piece of Duke memorabilia that I have. But that's awesome. I appreciate you sending over those pictures. I and, just couldn't uh, find my one picture. I know I, I've, I've stumbled onto it. There's a picture of me with that little quick launch, whatever, General Lee. Mm-hmm. And my sister's eyeing up. I didn't think she was that big of a Dukes fan. But looking at the picture, she's like eyeing up that General <laughs> Lee as I'm taking having my picture taken with it. <laughs> that's fun we'll keep digging we'll get that up eventually then and gerald space did say he loves love those pictures too uh, over there on instagram so you can find me uh or find us at rediscover the 80s on instagram you've also got one i don't think you've posted any pictures yet but uh at blue Wyatt. Yep, yeah that's it it's more of a pseudo thing with you know you have facebook it's the same company anyway so uh-huh. i thought i'd do that but it's a little bit more close than i don't have too many other entities that i i that are extraneous it's mostly you know family mm-hmm. things on there it's not so much uh, yeah. like facebook is my all-in-one so i'm following clearfield county stuff i'm following my old tin they call it tin grill my old 78 dodge truck family of trucks i followed mm-hmm. that and of course the fan stuff so tom yeah. pat john schneider and, and doug stone and you know whomever else i have i'm kind of fans of and follow yeah. them very cool and uh just today i got uh, a message from my other partner in crime and podcasting mickey who we haven't uh, podcast in quite a while over there on the retro network but uh he had some time and was jumping on twitter to do one of those basically uh podcast live uh spaces over there and uh, I jumped on and he, he we were talking a little bit about the Dukes of Hazard and his reaction to 
our show and uh he had this voicemail message that he left and i uh, wanted to play this for you we'll react to it here hey jason and white it's mickey here just going to give you a little bit of feedback about the dukes of hazard show i loved it of course i would because being the big dukes of hazard lover that i am and uh speaking to white's point those ertle dukes of hazard cars i grew up with a lot of those the general lee had numerous of the uh, patrol cars and even had the golden chicksaw county car with the red lights on top which was pretty cool if i had a disappointment in the show there would be two things one jason didn't remember the name of the christmas movie which is <laughs> christmas comes to willow creek and it was filmed right after they wrapped the last season of the dukes of hazard and uh my other thought, if I had to criticize the show, would be, did I really hear Wyatt say Daisy Duke was okay? Come on, man. That's disappointing. Anyway, great show. Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, you heard right. You heard right. I, she, I mean, like Jason said, and, and now that I've rewatched it, you know, she was a pretty attractive woman then. But when you're five, six, seven, I guess I was just too young to get any what do you want to call it? Male juices going or whatever. Just didn't enthrall me as much. Yeah. Now take that back. You know, when Stacy Keenan hit the scene, dude, I'm yeah. all on it. Look out. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, really, I, I, you know, it was about the car, not Daisy. It's still <laughs> about the car, not Daisy. I'm sorry, but you know, just saying. Hey, to each his own, you know, uh, like I was telling him, we were mainly sharing our memories from when we were younger and, uh, like I even said during the show before the hormones kicked in. So wasn't uh, really on our minds. It was the car and all about the car until probably the rerun era. And then we could appreciate Daisy's beauty a little bit more probably. But as far as the movie goes, I did. Well, I had to cheat. I did Google the uh, name of the, the movie and plugged it in there. But yes, I'm sorry. Uh, that's that's on me. I watched the movie. I couldn't remember what the name was. So we got it in there though. We got it in there though. That's it. Yeah. No, we appreciate your feedback, Mickey. And anybody else wants to leave feedback for us. We'll have a link in the description or in the show notes for you to uh, just click over, leave us a quick message. Tell us uh, what you like, what you didn't like about the show. Like Mickey did. It's perfect kind of feedback. What we uh, love to hear. And uh, we can either throw some improvements in there if we need to i think we did a great job but uh you know maybe we should have talked a little bit more about uh daisy dukes <laughs> you can the leave us feedback so, about well, that yeah i told you you know that could have easily been of one of ten episodes if you would have <laughs> true me. yeah yeah so okay well let's uh move forward we're going to uh Spin the wheel here we're going to find out what our topic is going to be this week so let's let her rip no cliffhanger. No cliffhanger. I like cliffhanger. I did too, but you know, <laughs> I'm going through the bank. go over the whammies the, yeah. and stuff. No strikes. Yeah. Just numbers. Oh, there we go. This is a good one. One from the uh, 80s, early 90s era. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you need to work on that a little bit. Well, but, I never uh, was a Pee Wee Herman. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or nor Paul Rubin for that matter. All right, so as we do here, uh, what is your earliest memory of uh, Pee Wee Herman? Really, I think the 
earliest was the big adventure. Congrats. The big adventure, and I believe I was introduced that by you. I think we, I I have a faint memory mm-hmm. that it was rented, and we watched it at would have been your house up in Kerwinsville, hmm. but. I don't recall why. I don't recall if it was just, you know, just because that I was there that you, your mom mm-hmm. decided to rent the VCR and the tape or if it was yeah. a birthday party. I don't recall why, but I remember watching it, I believe, with you. It wasn't a theater type. Yeah, I don't remember watching it in the theater either. I think it came out in 85, I want to say. I could be wrong on that year. I was thinking... It's it, if it is, it's newer than that. But uh, I'm pretty sure, like Pee Wee's Playhouse started around like '87, somewhere in there. So yeah, I, that's kind of the memory I have. It was probably a rental the first time I watched it at somebody's house. I don't remember if it was mine or if it was uh, maybe at our mutual friend Leaf's house or at a birthday party somewhere. Loved the movie, you know, all of Pee Wee's antics were just great his over-the-top you know kind of personality uh all the stuff in the magic store at the beginning and then uh, of course all of his interaction with francis throughout the movie was uh he's using all his one-liners essentially you know i know you are but what am i and go back and forth and back and forth right i'm listening to reason you know no way (laughs) yes some great one-liners in the movie uh, I'm a loner, Dottie. I'm a rebel, you know. Um, <laughs> I love the scene in, uh, I think it's in Francis's house, right? When he's in the pool and he's got his oh, ship yeah. and Pee-wee dives in, you know, whatever. I'm trying to remember. Them. Gosh, it's been a while since I watched it. But his bike, holy crap. That was like the uh, the gold standard of bikes. It was all like, it all looks like fenders and fins and stuff like it was some car from the 50s it had the little lion's head between the handlebars that was his speaker that he could you know right tell people uh stuff and streamers on the side and i think it had the bells and all kinds of stuff you know trying to think what all the bike had but and even the way that he introduced it at his house, you know, he has the secret keypad on the side of his garage. To... That was so cool. <laughs> I want one. I don't know what for, but I want one. I think he wasn't there. Some bushes that maybe moved or something too. Yeah, I, I don't a, know. There was there some, was like a uh, uh, it kind of rolled up or something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and even uh, what in his house he had some mechanical stuff in the morning there to make breakfast. Oh yeah, yeah. The whole widget gadget whatever thing. Yeah. Mr. T cereal. He makes the cereal with the smiley face <laughs> and he's talking with the bacon. I think I put it all. Don't eat my cereal. You know, um, I love it because he actually even has a little pause area. I put the fool who don't eat my cereal. <laughs> Such a great movie. Uh, I think my favorite part of the whole movie though, is when he's out Midwest somewhere and we get the scene with large Marge in the truck and when he's i can't remember if he's hitchhiking or or how he meets large march but he gets in the truck and she's telling him the ghost story and uh that about the accident and then her face gets all jacked up 
he kind of looked like this. Blah! And she, <laughs> oh, that kind of scared me as a kid. <laughs> Just the get all bug eyed and nasty looking. And he cowers against the side of the door of the truck, you know, and then uh, she drops him some, tell him large Marge sent you, you know, and he walks in the diner and large Marge sent me and find out that she's been dead, you know, whatever. Just fun, a fun movie. Oh yeah. Overall, uh, really enjoyed that. And then that naturally led into Pee-wee's Playhouse. What do you remember about Pee-wee's Playhouse? So even to this day, I I remember watching it fairly regular on a Saturday morning, but I started I I discovered that it was uh back had come back out in 2017. Yeah. And it came back out, I think, on Netflix. And I think it, it mm-hmm. came out because of his his Netflix movie, Big Holiday. So instead of watching Big Holiday, which I should have watched because it's a new movie, I went <laughs> and watched the show because I'm like, I don't, I don't remember much about it. I mean, I remember the, some of the puppet characters, I call it. But I don't mm-hmm. – I turned it on and I don't recall the little subtle – music that he has that before it cranks up at the mm-hmm. beginning yeah the, the little jungle noises yep yeah jungle noises the little do, 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 do. <laughs> guitar just kind of strumming and then it's wah, 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 do, 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 do. yep and i'm like okay that i remember <laughs> i don't recall that little subtle stuff in the beginning yeah oh, then, great intro oh yeah love the right. intro I still don't remember. I mean, I've watched it off and on. I'm like, I still don't remember that little piece. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good. Jason, you can you can attest. I'm pretty good about memories of funny stuff, you know, layouts of the radio station. But that, I don't remember. Yeah. What about yeah. you? What was your earliest memories of, of the show? Well, I remember it being a staple on Saturday mornings. I had to watch it. You know, that was usually at the end of the Saturday programming. So, you know, once you watched Pee Wee or probably Saved by the Bell, which was, you know, kind of after everything, then it was like outside time. You know, we're done with our Saturday morning rituals and move on to our day. Right. I, I love the show. Very entertaining. All of the, like you said, all of the puppets, everything was uh, alive cherry the floor the map you know uh just everything in there is great you've got jombie the uh genie head in the box you know make like a high make a hiney ho love that <laughs> there's always something you know when he's trying to I, I wish whatever and then jombie would pop up and uh make him recite all those and he could never do the last one Moom like a jam like a moom like a hay Whatever. <laughs> yeah, be like, uh, oh, my lad, oh, I lad. <laughs> and he's like, oh, good enough. Here's your wish. You know, um, you got all the visitors. Cowboy Curtis, of course. Uh, Captain Carl. Lawrence Fishburne played him. Uh, Captain Carl, yes. Uh, who was uh, Phil Hartman, Miss Yvonne. The, uh, the king of cartoons would come by. I think yep. they had two different they did. actors that portrayed him. Uh, always came down and would like uh, play some cartoon from way back in the day, black and white. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, oh, something yeah. that's public domain, more or less. They had the uh, penny cartoons. Had the penny cartoons. Yep. Those were fun too. I like those. 
you had Randy that would drop down from the ceiling and just mess oh, yeah. up things, you know. You had Flory and you had the, mm-hmm. the cool cat band and yeah, you had the the aquarium, the fish in the aquarium oh, yeah. would always yep. talk. And then the the uh the refrigerator, <laughs> he'd open up there and you got all the food in there having a party or something, you know, every week with something different they were doing in there. Oh yeah, that's right. Um trying to think I, I feel like he always made a snack too towards the yeah end of he the did show. like he cut up used... some bananas or something i don't know yeah he had some ice cream thing and then he had the the dancing ra- raisins i'm using club soda haha <laughs> <laughs> i remember that little scene uh-huh um, and then uh conky we didn't say conky oh yes conky uh loved conky i loved the way he talked was just kind of uh you know, rewind effect there. <laughs> and his just being a cool robot was great. He spit out the the word of the day, you know, to uh couldn't say that. Or you know or you had to scream. Scream. Ah! <laughs> yeah. The secret word or whatever it was called. I'm trying to think what else. The ant farm. Oh yeah. The you always farm. look at the ant farm. And he'd always have the salesman drop by. You know, you hear the yep, door. Big huge head. <laughs> he'd waddle up. Ah, salesman. You know, he'd always get mad about that. Uh, and then the telephone, the uh, or the what was it? What did he call it? Screen phone or wall phone? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, he, I don't remember what he called it. Yeah. He would pop in the little booth there and he changed the background every time. <laughs> that was awesome. And he'd get calls from like celebrities too. It wasn't it sometimes it was like one of the other characters on the show, but I remember right. like I want to say like Oprah called him one time or you Jeez, know I don't remember random Oprah calling him, but okay. Random celebrities would call him up. I'm trying to think there's anything else. Of course, the show always ended. You'd hear that kind of somber kind of music, and then he'd go and get thrust moved, out the freaking thing. Yeah, he I, he moved something on the wall. There was like a gadget or something that, like a lamp. Yeah, wall. Uh, Maybe that was it. Yeah, yeah. And the the scooter would come in from the wall, and he'd hop on the thing. The scooter was glorious, just about as glorious as the uh, the bike. The yeah. bike. He had that crazy helmet too, with all the like eyeballs and stuff on it. Yeah. I mean, it was weird. Then it like ejected out of yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> he like launched him right onto the highway there, and you'd end the show there. Oh, and he always had the um, the connect the dots too. You know, there's like that little oh, segment yeah. where he would draw get it a screeny. Or screeny. Or was it, yes, was I think it was, it was magic screen. Magic, magic screen. screen. Yeah, he'd jump into magic screen, and there was always the connect the dots. La 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 la. That was awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man, there's so many fun things. But I do remember, like you said, back uh, probably about the time that the movie came out or he made his movie deal, whatever, it came to Netflix. And I sat down with the little girl trying to watch uh, some seasons of the show. And we got through a lot of the episodes. And then just finally we were done. But yeah, I, I definitely watched several of the episodes uh, probably before the movie, I have seen the movie uh, Big Holiday, and it was it was fun. Probably more so, I enjoyed that one more so than uh, Big Top Pee Wee, which I think was late '80s, 
early 90s maybe somewhere around that yeah um but big holiday was fun he had some of the gadgetry in his house when he got out of bed and just kind of harkened back to the um original movie where the plot of this one is he's going on this trip and he's never been out of his little small town there so everything's new to him and he runs into a biker gang and uh the farmer's daughters you know that whole gag i remember there's a gag in there where he is uh somebody's trying to talk one of his classic gags he's got a balloon he blows up the balloon you know and he grabs the top of it where the air goes in and every time they try to talk he like pulls it open and it's like you know (laughs) and it that scene lasts for like five minutes i mean it's so long i was like oh my gosh they're gonna let him do this the whole time but yeah i can't remember too much about the the ending of it but it's more or less about the journey so you know like the big adventure he kind of has the journey to go find his bike and it was uh akin to that but I want to say he signed a deal to do like three movies and that's the only one we've gotten so far. So yeah, maybe that deal uh, fell through. Do you remember anything about big top peewee? I don't remember watching it once. I don't remember all that much about it, sadly, because like I said, I don't went watched it once. So mm-hmm. it's one I want to revisit and I, I still have to, or want to see the uh, big holiday as well, because mm-hmm. that was a, that was a real I liked Pee Wee and then, you know, but then there was that controversy that happened. And so he fell off the radar. So, you know, there was a little hesitation to watch him because he didn't, you heard all the news about (laughs) what happened. And I I don't know, I kind of easily forgave him. I don't know why, but, you know, kind of forgot the whole incident. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, that was so, uh, you know, very scandalous, of course. And seeing the the mugshot of him, where he's got the long hair and he's got the goatee. Yeah, I've got a book of mugshots, like famous mugshots somewhere, and he's in there. That was just like, wow, you know, what happened to Pee Wee? You know, he's supposed to be so kid friendly and all this, and he made a quick one eighty there. Because I think it was the same year that he was on the MTV Movie Awards or Music Awards. Oh, yes. The MTV Music Awards. Yeah. he. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had a, a video of him. and I still have it somewhere in my stuff. I'm sure it's out on YouTube. But mm-hmm. um, he they literally just intro him up on the, ta- on the thing. They just say, here's a guy who needs no introduction. And then there's just a slight pause, and then you see him walk out, and everybody's like, "Pee wee, pee wee, pee wee." I'm like, "That's awesome!" <laughs> yeah. And then of course, right away, he's like, oh, "Hi, do you hear any good jokes lately?" And then you know, just straight out pee wee. Yeah. Like, oh, that's so funny! I forgot to laugh. Huh? You know, yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, you know, it was like Pee Wee's back, and nobody cared. You know, uh, I I don't know. It just it seemed like a lot of people, at least a lot of people that were watching him that were our age just kind of blew it off and peewee's back and doing his same shtick but that was such a publicity stunt for mtv to bring him back and i even remember and we were huge in living color fans oh yes and jim carrey's him beautifully <laughs> yes oh gosh with the little doll that beats yeah, his drum he, he yeah. kind of whispered to it with his hand you go her her 
pull my string. Uh, I talk. Uh. Of course, he said something completely different, but I'm leaving it at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was hilarious. Oh. Riot. Oh, it was so great. Yeah. I mean, everybody was making fun. I mean, it was true. Have you heard any good jokes lately? I mean, jokes were flying around everywhere. But uh, yeah, that was that just ha- seemed to happen pretty quick that uh, he fell and then he was right back up, you know, and doing the same thing. But I don't think he really after that, uh, there was some a, a few movies in between there. And I'll have to use the Google machine to pull him up. But I know he's been in some more serious movies. Uh, just going back to, he was in the original Blues Brothers movie. He was uh, the the waiter in that one scene, or Mater D, before, I don't know if that was before he was doing his, or how he even got the job, you know, if it was doing his stage show. Because he was doing his stage show in, the, I think, early 80s. And... I just in the last, I don't know, five or six years found his couple appearances on David Letterman around Halloween. And I I call it his almost tradition because it only lasted two years, but there's so much fun. He shows up in costume one year. He's a pirate and the other year he's a devil. And he always brings all his little like trinkets and candy and everything of the season for Dave to comment on you know whatever and uh tries to play it up a little bit to the crowd and they put him in front of uh a green screen i think the second time when he's the devil and mm-hmm. he kind of knows what's happening behind him but he you know <laughs> act like he's running or you know whatever doing different things but uh just yeah getting back to you know he was doing that stage show and then after the scandal kind of went down, he did a, had a few roles in movies, but didn't really make his true comeback until that big holiday movie. That's right. But there was a movie in between. He, he appeared with Ben Stiller that I, it was comical. And it was, I guess it would be, or maybe even a C class movie, but I thought it was funny because he kind of carried the peewee character, but the whole persona was these people had some funky superpower, but they weren't obviously like laser eyes or mm-hmm. something like that. It was more of unique stuff. And Pee Wee's, well, I'd say Paul Rubin's character, his superpower was that he could basically do SPDs and aim it literally at someone and knock them right over. And the hilarious part was, and th- throughout the whole movie, the most hilarious part was, He's sitting there and he gets shot in the butt. Is this the mystery yeah. men? Yes. Okay. Yes. Never seen it. And he's like, he get, like I said, he gets shot. It's him and some other character that, are, you know, duck down. He goes, oh, I'm shot. Oh, I'm shot. <laughs> and then some guy says, but yeah, but can, does your superpowers still work? He goes, well, weapons check. And then boom, boom. He's like, still good. And it was hilarious because they even do like they float. He has kind of like a uh, like a trench coat looking thing. And it uh-huh. it poofs up every time he shoots. It's hilarious <laughs> how he does it. it I might have to check that one out. It, it was like I said, it was real fun. I, 1999 when that one came out. Yeah. Oh, and then, of course, yeah, we got to mention Batman Returns playing the uh, Penguins parents, right? 
Oh yes, uh, him that's and, uh, right. And it was him and uh, his his girl Dottie. That's right. Yeah, that were the well mother father of of the penguin. Uh, I can't remember his legit name was supposed to be Cobblepot. Yeah, so he was in there. Oh, oh, I totally forgot because he's done some voice work over the years. Uh, it looks like he's got a credit in the Smurfs movie, the the remake that they released. Um, Interesting, because I've watched it, if that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, the first one in 2011. Let's see who he played. He was Jokey Smurf. No kidding. I did not know that. I didn't know um, that either. I'll have to listen to it. <laughs> one of my favorite movies of the 80s is Flight of the Navigator. And he is the voice of the ship. In I the... thought he was because he <laughs> he does that pretty pretty close, pretty good. Yeah, it. I mean, I wouldn't have noticed until I think it's towards the end of the movie when he's making his trip back, and he's in. Uh, they fly over San Francisco, and he does the rice or roti, the San Francisco treat, and he does his, you know. At the end. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's awesome. Pee-wee. That sounds like Pee-wee when he does that. But yeah, so he's uh he's the ship in Flight of the Navigator. Uh that's forgot awesome. about that one. So I think we covered just about everything. Uh maybe we missed something. The uh Pee-wee's Christmas special is a fun one too. I don't know if you ever watched that. There's several No, I didn't know that ha- actually existed, to be honest. There's several celebrity guests in there. Uh, of the time um trying to think of them all now i know grace jones is one in a sort of risque outfit (laughs) that's something that uh kind of went over our heads as kids you know even miss yvonne was shown a little cleavage back in the day and there was a lot of kind of innuendo throughout the whole show just going back and rewatching it with my daughter i was like whoa that's a little (laughs) Didn't remember that the first time around, you know, right. kind, of, kind of stuff. But yeah, the, the Christmas special is a fun one if you uh, ever get to watch that. Uh, but and I think that was on, well, at least at the time when we were watching it on Netflix, it was on there as well. But anyway, that was fun. A little reminiscent about uh, Pee Wee. Yeah, that was great. And hey, if you got any input, uh, whether what you remember as uh, Paul Rubin, uh, Pee Wee Herman, or if you have anything else, maybe a suggestion like we've hinted about before. If you guys have any suggestions at all oh, for a topic, oh, I'm sorry. I've, I've just remembered one of our uh, our favorite moments at RetroCon. We, That's uh, right. We got to see the cast, a rec, you know, a, 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 <laughs> a cosplay cast where we had uh, Miss Yvonne, who was, like, we believe, is the mother. And she sat on Cherry as a wheelchair. Yes, that was and so then, cool to set up. Then we had, I think it was the daughter that played Pee Wee. Daughter, think. yeah. Daughter or son. You and had, then, uh, the dad was Cowboy Curtis, I think, right? That's right. And then we had a working conky. That conky was friggin' amazing. I but, mean, to a T. And he yeah. walked around and did the, like the little noises and stuff. I don't know how they did it. I mean, it was a work of art, if you ask me, but uh, I, th- that was such a great show. I think that, that was the show we met uh, Dwight Schultz and Dirk Benedict. I believe so. In fact, I, 
Um, I, I actually paused when you were talking. I was trying to go through my pictures. I don't yeah. seem to have it, at least not in my okay. folders. So I'll have to dig it out because yeah. I know I have it. And I, I tweeted it out as we are leaving the con and driving back uh, to Maryland to your house. Uh, I was just dropping pictures on social media and I tweeted out that picture of that family and tagged Pee Wee and he replied to that. And I can't remember. It was something like amazing or that was amazing or uh, that just kind of made my week that uh, he saw that picture and appreciated that because they, it was just all out and they went all out to pull that off. Like you said, the mom in the wheelchair to make that cherry was just fantastic. Oh, absolutely. That that conky was unbelievable. You just kind of, as they were going down each row, I would kind of step back and just watch them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They probably thought they were creepy, but uh, it was amazing. And I immediately asked a picture, you know, as soon as they could all get together. And I think it was. Well, the thing is, we we kind of pummeled them in them. We, we, well, we fans, I won't even say we, you and I, yeah. mostly fans. We were all like, we caught them all like halfway down the aisle. Yeah. And they like felt bombarded. So they said, okay, let's, let's, can we get to the end so we can take a picture without blocking everything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what everybody took their pictures. Oh with. my gosh. They awesome. were just unbelievable. So yeah, that was one more Pee Wee memory I wanted to get in there because that was great. I mean, even last year we saw a lot of stuff that I had never seen before. We saw the, the playhouse in box. Yes. We saw a, a scooter a, a scooter that there I was, think a, was still in the box. There was a talking doll. There was a cherry, I think. I've yeah. seen that cherry before, but I mean, for being new in box, it had been very well worn because <laughs> there's no yeah. cover over it, no plastic, no nothing. So, you know, people handling it, it's pretty well worn. Yeah. And I saw one vendor had a lot of the smaller action figures kind of loose and uh, out. I had seen those before, but, and you even bought a peewee action figure on our road trip to 40. That's we right. Were in Nashville. That's uh, right. We found it at that uh, thrift store. Um, the, uh, the great escape. Yeah. The yeah. Great escape. <laughs> that place was awesome too, but yeah. I mean, just little things. It's fun how everything kind of comes back around. You might forget about it for a while and then boom, like at RetroCon, there's always like a theme. There's always like several things that will just hit you like the whole way through as you're walking all the tables. And Pee Wee really did that last year. Just all the merchandise was showing up. So very fun. Yeah, that was awesome. Great memories. Um, obviously, I'll take a second to take at this so if you are a fan if you know anything about paul rubin if you've interacted with him maybe uh or you're just a big fan like us with Wee herman we once again welcome your input your comments to our website uh, rediscoverthe80s.com or on our social media sites just look us up at rd80s give us a voicemail tell me that was awesome this is getting to be a little bit of a well, we now have two recordings now right we got yeah we got our uh, two friends there, and th- this is awesome. So, again, thank you again for listening to us, and we look forward to entertaining you again on our next Memory Jogger.